been a tale of two seasons for the Boston Celtics. I probably aged about 10 years just from that series. I'd probably compare myself to like, you know, just a younger, smarter, more handsome, stronger Michael Jordan. Let's go Celtics. Go Patriots. These are these are guys who, when they when you give them a bowl of Cheerios in the morning, they finish every last drop of milk. Absolute uh, clown over here. I'm ready when you are, baby. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. We're doing a little something new today. When I'm home, we got the boy Harry home. I'm home. Well, well, welcome back, thank, sir. Thank well, you. Welcome back, gentlemen. Good to good to be good back. To good, good to see you all. Good to see hey, you. Hey, this is I think our first in-person podcast, yes. so this is pretty cool. Pretty cool for us. Uh, we're excited. I'm drinking uh drinking Arctic vibe right now. I'm hey, really me, messing with yeah. that. Me and Aiden got that tropical vibe. So we're vibing. I, I we're to, vibing. I, I had to be different. We're Nine, vibing. 90 degrees can't go wrong. Tropical. Right? Yeah. <laughs> know, All right. Let's get into it. We're going to talk some Celtics today because it's been a minute and we, we had to kind of decompress after that finals loss. Um, I went into a, a deep state of sadness that i needed to mostly depression yeah yeah that that we needed to push through um i didn't leave my room for two weeks (laughs) i will say the off season the off season has definitely made me happier yeah i I, like there's been a lot of things that have just like lightened my mood about how like and how we ended the season you know what i mean it's like okay all right well that happened but now we can Kind of felt like, but then it was brought back up by Steph Curry hosting the ESPY. Oh my god, that was proud, proud daddy of the Boston Celtics. Oh my, I gotta, I gotta give him credit. That That was pretty funny. That was funny. funny. Um, but well, it's just quick recap. I think they had a great season. I don't think you can really chalk it up to that last series, like the final series, as like where you judge their season. I think it was a success. No, absolutely. Even halfway through the season, everyone thought they weren't even gonna make the playoffs. So hard to get mad at the result. Um, I mean. You can. I'm. I'm upset about it, but I'm still good with how it ended. Um, so I think we can kind of get into more of the off-season stuff. Unless anyone has, do you guys want to talk about the finals a little um, more? I t- like. I mean, if you guys watched the uh, the live or saw the reel that I put on the on the post on Instagram, I kind of gave my my ones and twos about how the series went. Uh, obviously, like I mean, I said it when we made the podcast with uh, when we made the episode with Coach K. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys were all like. Celtics in six, or it's going to be Warriors in seven. I told you it was either going to be the Warriors in six, or we were going to win it in seven. Warriors in six, we ended up losing. Harry's always right. At at the end of the day, listen to the big guy. That's all it is. But, um, uh, and unfortunate, yeah. But I mean, also at the same time, it was like, it was a big relief to see us get to the finals because all that work that we'd been putting in into these two guys has finally, like, actually showing to be like oh god we made the right choice wait but you don't think after losing the finals they should split them up because that's all i'm hearing on social media i i I think i think after spending four years with these guys and you know developing them into the players they are today you know the two all-stars the two great players one superstar a superstar in the making get rid of them yeah both of them honestly i can't i can't stand that i think we should trade our old roster and nine first round picks for kevin durant i think that's what we should do i mean Looking back on the finals now, I know for me it was definitely disappointing to see them lose the way they did because I know Grant Williams said the other day, oh, like, we're better than the Warriors. We're a better team. I wouldn't go that far to say that we were certainly a better team, but I do think we were more athletic. We easily could have won that series if we had just played a little bit better in the the crunch time moments. But as Harry just pointed out, seeing the team actually make the finals instead of coming up short in the conference finals for another, what, like, fourth? 
time, maybe in the last five or six years, that would have been very disappointing, especially if that Jimmy Butler shot went in. Yeah. Oh my God. But it was a big conference. It was. It really was. The especially, issue. I think it's a big. It was a big, like, kind of reality check moment, especially for like Tatum and Brown, because that gives them finals experience. Yeah. yeah. Now they know. What now they know what it takes to actually. Now, now they're hungry for that. Title. That loss is makes them hungry. To win, to win. They shook their nerves off. We got beat down. But at the end of the day, what is the Celtics proven more than being able to get back up after getting knocked down? And we had a, we had a long series before then. Two long series fatigue, before Fatigue that. probably came into we it. We had like, a game seven after a game seven. Mm-hmm. To back-to-back so you series. Got, like, they were beaten up. We got – and next year we got to just get healthy, yep. get rested. Tatum hasn't, like, stopped playing basketball for a while. So, like, he's got to get t- rested up and we'll be ready to go. So – Let's get into some of the offseason stuff because I'm very excited with some of the moves Oh, my they goodness. Made. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, first we'll, – We'll wait on the Brogdon. Yeah, side. first I want to talk about Danilo Gallinari, yeah. the signing. I think that's a perfect, perfect, like, seventh, eighth man for our lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and <laughs> – Stop it, God! Anyways, um, no, I, I think it's a perfect, like, seventh, eighth man for our team because Danilo Gallinari is just, like, the all-around, like – Role player guy. He kills you know, the Celtics every time. We oh my God! He's, he just he, sh- hits everything. That game, I'll, I'll never crazy. forget that game last year in Atlanta where he just he made every. I think he made every single three he took against yeah, us. And he like, hit like eight threes. Yeah, he was, was crazy in that game. I, like, I, I, I'm excited to see him one in a Celtics jersey and two coming off the bench like the, have it. <laughs> Obviously, he's a bench player, you know what I mean? But he's, like, bench talent. He's not bench player. He's bench talent. And as an Italian, I love to see the Italian. <laughs> but, no, like, honestly, he's wanted to be here for a while. He really has. I mean, I, I think I've heard him say it a lot. And, he like, he's so happy to be here. That's, like, the thing. You want people that want to be here. You don't yes. want, like – like, if we traded for Kevin Durant, do you think he, like – Well, he did say he wanted to play for the Yeah, Celtics. but, like yeah. – if he wanted to, if we he don't want him but here, if thing, he wanted know? to be here, he would have already been here. Yes, like he wouldn't have Gal- been in Brooklyn. Gallinari won. Like he was, we were his first choice. He took less money to be with us versus the Bulls. That's got to say something, considering the Bulls is like a very historic franchise as well, and they got a lot of talent on that team. Like he clearly wants to be here, and that that makes me feel significantly better about him. Absolutely. Um, I've been a huge Gallinari guy for years. Like I've, I, I've, I've said it like. Like when I, like a while ago, like that I I wanted them. The last time he was a free agent, I wanted them to pick pick him up. But I love I love that signing. I think that's huge. He'll give us some some depth on the wings, um, yeah. which which was much needed. Thoughts, yeah. Aiden? So yeah, I love this pickup for the Celtics. So you look at their bench. That's probably the one spot they were needing. They have great backup depth now with Brogdon, that we'll get into in a little bit. Brings a lot to that bench. Pritchard played well for the majority of the playoffs. So. I think we were really missing, like, a stretch forward that could really pull the three ball. And Gallinari certainly does a good job of that. Um, and his, his defense may not be elite, but on a team like the Celtics, which has arguably one of the greatest defenses of all time, you can easily tie him in there. And I think that bench scoring is so important in today's NBA, and he checks all the boxes the Celtics are looking for. I love the pickup. You really scared me because I thought you were going to say arguably one of the greatest defenses in the league right now. Oh, and I, I, mean, I, was, I don't I think was, it's even an argument that they are the best. That's, what, that's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say they are. History of the league. They, they, yeah. you, I don't know. Without getting too deep into it, do you think they're definitely the best defensive team in the NBA right now? Oh, oh, in the NBA right oh, now? Absolutely. Away, Absolutely. And yeah. the, 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 
I don't. Th- I think the competition's close, but we we are definitely like I can't the even one think, I can't even ladder, think it would you know? be second. No, like, that's what I'm saying. I think like, of another team that has can throw out their starting five, and there's not one weak link in there. And there's two. Our the two, we're weak link. Oh my goodness! Two arguable defensive player of the years on our team. Our like, weak link yeah. is an average defender. Yes, yeah. Pritchard. He's our weak link, if you want to call it that, and he's a solid defender. Yeah, and he actually stepped up his defense like, significantly gotta, this year. If you got to look at like our finals, final, and play. he's not even going to play. Yeah. If you're looking at our finals five with the DPOY, we had Brown, who's a solid defender. Tatum, who's proven to be a great defender, especially against superstar superstar talent. When he tries. When he tries. Sometimes he falls asleep. When he tries. uh, As you saw in game five and six, he stopped trying. Um, But, and like, that's the thing. If, If everybody's heads in the game, the Celtics are a very, very, very hard team to beat. And I think we lost that aggression we had against the Bulls. Uh, not the Bulls, sorry, the uh, Bucks. I think we lost the aggression we had against the Bucks. The we aggression we had went. against the Heat. Yeah. And as you could see, game six and seven, we stopped playing as aggressive as we did when we opened up the series. Mm-hmm. And I was worried. I was like, well, we're an aggressive team. Warriors haven't seen that yet. If we start falling off right now on how physical we're playing against them, it's going to prove to hurt us. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But and- that's another reason why. I'm very excited about this offseason because I think it's time we talk about it. We got rid of a lot of weak links. Uh, Tice, I hate to call him a weak link. I hate to call him a weak link. Yeah, he didn't play all He didn't much. play a lot. He actually stepped up huge in that net series. You're right, you're yeah. 100%. Then he got eaten alive in the next one. But then he was nowhere to be found against the Bucs. Which, he, that's a tough matchup for him. But You're correct. Yeah. But the Heat was the critical one for me. I don't even think he played in the Heat series. No. He, yeah. After watching the bubble series again that he had against Bam, I don't even think they were willing to put That's him. what yeah, I'm saying. But I think he's a solid backup because we're right now we're still looking for a backup center. And I think that's probably our biggest need right now. They got to sign someone. Um, they signed that summer league guy, but I don't think he they, they're planning on having nah, him. He's going to be a two-way uh, maybe. Yeah, so, so um, they definitely do need somebody that they'll have on the bench consistently. Uh, to back up Rob Will, um, that could like you know Rob Will, he gets injured a lot. So I mean, somebody that is reliable enough. Um, I was hoping they'd sign um, Thomas Bryant, but he went to the Lakers for some godforsaken reason. He wants to he wants to end his career for some reason. Um, Lakers might get Kyrie though. Nah, I don't know. I'm not convinced anyone on the Nets is getting traded. But um, I keep saying you know, they. They're the biggest like talkers. It would it would have been done. I feel That's like. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's been two months that we've been. They're gonna. Oh, they're, they AD's gonna to leave. Kyrie's they really gonna leave. The they're gonna push oh, too they hard. They're gonna push too hard for too much, and then everyone's just gonna be like, "All right, never mind. Like, we're just gonna keep what we got." Um, it's not worth sending like eight first round picks and like and a couple of assets for Kevin Durant. As great as he is, like he's just old. Yeah, it, like the only people that could actually do that are teams that wouldn't win a championship with him because they don't like no. Ta- tagging on to who we've lost. Like, I mean, yeah, we lost, we lost Tice. I wasn't upset about it. Another one I wasn't upset about was Neesmith. Cause oh, when, yeah. when we drafted Neesmith, I want you guys to know me and cross had, I predicted fans. that a he, year before he predicted, predicted it a year, a year before, before we got him. And there. we both had high, high hopes for Neesmith. I was very excited to get a three and D guard because that's exactly what we didn't have. And then Grant Will became the three and D guy. We I was needed. so hyped when we picked Neesmith too. I my was thing so is, about that. I was, I was so my excited. My thing is, I was so excited about him, and then I was so pissed about Pritchard because I was like, I, 
Why um, we need another small point white guard. point guard like that is never going to work in the NBA. It's never going to work. And then he came out and had a very good, very good season, uh, like second half of the season. Neesmith was nowhere. Yeah, Neesmith was nowhere. Wait, to don't get me wrong. When he did play, when he did play, sometimes yeah, he, he did, did show himself. He was, but he wasn't. He wasn't what we thought he was. He was yes. a really good hustle guy. Yes. Which you can never really hate a hustle guy. Um, what hurts more than that, though, or hurts more than what Neesmith has produced, is that we drafted the guy who we thought Neesmith was going to be, and then traded him. Oh. Everyone says that, but that's not true. We didn't draft Desmond Bain. We didn't. We we technically drafted oh, yeah. him. He was technically but, on our team, is what I meant. But he we technically drafted him, but we never really were planning on keeping him. He was going to the Grizzlies. It was that was who the Grizzlies picked. What? They we we were picking him for the Grizzlies, and that's when did just this how happen? it's like the Kobe thing. When did this happen? What? When did this happen? It was like the thirtieth pick, and it was later that night we drafted. Oh, in that draft, yeah, traded, and it was in the Inez Cancer. Yeah, we had draft like we had drafted, uh, we had drafted Desmond Bain, and he immediately was sent to the Grizzlies. It was like the Kobe thing where technically he was drafted by the Hornets. Desmond Bain's good. He put on he put on a Celtics hat, but he put on a Celtics hat. Oh, Desmond Bain was really good. Averaging like close to twenty points, forty five percent. Yeah, twenty points. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly who we wanted Neesmith to be. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Neesmith was nothing like that. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah. So let's get into the Brogdon trade. I know you kind of went over a couple of them, but uh, we got rid of Brogdon. Did we do two first round picks? We got rid of Brogdon. Um, No, I mean we got rid of Neesmith. Yeah, two first round picks. Tice. Stauskas, Malik Fitz, and is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's it. it. All right, but we didn't get rid of anybody who actually played. No core members. No core players. members, and added a or a starting a starting Easily caliber started. player to put as our six man. So I think that's a phenomenal trade. Brad Stevens fleeced them, and. Brad think, Stevens has just been starts. putting up W's. I think he honestly starts. No, he, they already said he's six man. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm not I convinced. Would love, they... I would love a small ball lineup with Big Rob, like, heading the backcourt. Like, Which, actually, when they first traded for him, before I found out he was going to be the six man, I was saying it might be beneficial of some games Horford. against smaller teams. They move Horford to the bench to save his knees a bit because he's getting old. I mean, save him a bit. Don't let him get injured and go smart, Brogdon. Uh, Brown, Tatum, and and Rob Will. That's and see exactly how it works. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because yeah. if you think about it, Brogdon won. He can play defense, but he's a very, very good playmaker. And then you have the opposite side of the spectrum who can be a good playmaker, but is a very, very good defender. Mm-hmm. And if you take like ninety percent of the league right now, their front court is either really good playmaker or really good shooter. Mm-hmm. So if like, like like if you look at the Warriors, I mean obviously if Stephen Curry is one of the greatest point guards of all time, I would put him top 3. Oh, you mean backcourt, not frontcourt, right? Yeah, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Backcourt. If you look at Steph Curry, if you take if you take that finals matchup but add our team right now, which obviously like saying that that's like saying like oh my god, we just traded for LeBron, we would have won last year, you know what I mean? But that it it doesn't matter to say it, but I I think we washed the Warriors. With yeah. a lineup like that, playing small ball to their small ball, playing up like them, how they want to play, we have Brogdon and Smart. We can now – People sh- are also forgetting we have White on the bench That's as what well. I'm saying. You can now shift that potential of that uh, – that because, I mean, we all saw how Tatum played against Wiggins. Wiggins locked him. Now Tatum's matched up against their four. Mm-hmm. Now he's matched up against Draymond. And Draymond was nowhere in that finals other than tackling and playing like a tight end. 
You know what I mean? Like I and he was he was the one talking the most, but he was doing the least. If we switch that matchup, we win that finals. Like because Brown didn't do crazy anyways. We needed Tatum to play good, and he was only not because Wiggins was playing phenomenal defense on him. A team like this, if we go with that small ball lineup, which it hurts me to say that we're not, but never too late. We could definitely attempt it. We could definitely see how it works in the waters. That that's a that's a scary. I, I bet there's going to be a lot of like lineup like variations throughout the season. Um, just because like it's a long season, they don't want they don't want to like overwork some guys. There'll be definitely some lineup variations, especially for Al Horford, who is definitely getting up there in age. They want to they want to try and save him because he had a huge impact on the on this season. He's very gritty. Um, very and, gritty player. And yeah, and I, I'm very happy with this Brogdon trade. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I love this addition to the Celtics as well. I mean, we're all, we were already loaded last year, made the finals, but this only adds to that. It's a, you know, a stereotypical Ime move, right? You get guys that can shoot and defend at a high level, which is what Harry was saying, and be able to play make for others. And so I think if we were to play the Warriors again, like in a hypothetical th- series, like this summer or next year, I think we beat them because – we you can't make an argument that we got worse in this offseason. Oh, right? we, we definitely no, we got we 100 got better. And the Warriors Absolutely. lost some key depth pieces. That I yeah, don't they lost Gary Payton, Otto Porter. Um, Gary Payton was and Otto Porter too. We're both so Gary good. Payton Otto was huge. Porter, Otto Porter they killed were so us. Yeah, uh, yes, Otto was fucking phenomenal for their lineup, and Gary Payton is a fantastic. He's definitely player. underrated. Fantastic. And, uh, He's a starter and a half. They lost somebody team. else. Juan Toscano, Anderson. Yeah, and but. They got Wiseman coming back. I, I think he'll be good. I like Rock. Don't get me it. wrong. Their big three, and uh, everybody says their big three yeah. is Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Their big three is Steph, Clay, and Wiggins. Their big three is scary. And I mean, that's a big four. Draymond's, Draymond, still, Draymond's still great. I'm not undermining Draymond Green's potential at all. He's still fantastic. He's still a fantastic defender, still a fantastic player. I just hate his guts. Um, but so that. Like, don't get me wrong. Still a fantastic. If he was team. a Celtic, we'd all love him. Oh no, I wouldn't. I, I, I. If he was a Celtic, you'd love person, him. He's literally smart. He is literally smart in, the, in it, like a, a forest body. He is literally like that. But probably, I mean, you guys know my personality. I love the people who are just like so outrageously like assholes. And I exactly, that's that is Draymond. When they're on my, I would love Draymond. I would love Draymond. But. Honestly, yeah. I love him as a warrior too. Like he's, I, he's, I, he made, he's fun to hate. He's so fun to hate. You but you got to think that series would have been significantly more boring if it wasn't for Draymond. You're right. He made he's that so, so like he made it watchable. Because yeah. after every game, he just made us so mad. And it then was we so go funny. In, we go in and lose again, and then we're even more mad. But like, you, if you don't have stuff like that, you don't have that like that beef that like that clashing. It's a like, series. It's not as fun. Like, it's, it's like it's like the Buck series this year. Like I mean, like don't get me wrong, Buck series was very competitive, very good. But there was no like, you know, yeah. I mean? like the Heat had the. Was, yeah, we yeah. had there was a lot of Tucker saying like when Draymond said that they want Boston. Yeah, that was Udonis Haslam who was like, it um, was Haslam, right? yeah, he Haslam, he, yeah. he was he was like, uh, hey, tell uh, tell Draymond I said thank you. Like you didn't play. <laughs> I you <thank> lost. You. <laughs> <laughs> you took two hours in one night. Um, but uh, but like the Heat had that, uh, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that, like all the tension. 
the arguing, like the like the real like competitive aggression. Also, on the, the history within the bubble. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. Same with the Nets. The Nets had that aggression, that like extra. Uh, you know what uh, I mean? Everyone didn't like that Heat series because there was there wasn't a lot of scoring because there was great defense. Fantastic As a basketball defense. fan, I loved that. That's series. that's the number two defense. You said I couldn't think of a number oh, two defense. That is it. Yeah. That is the number two. Defense. They just suck on offense. Yeah, <laughs> they're just terrible on offense, so you don't really see it that yeah. much. Um, but yeah, so. Big fan of the Brogdon trade. I think he's going to be huge for us. Um, with our depth now, Grant, Gallinari, White, that, that's like a playoff rotation. Those are four guys on the yes. bench that you can play. Even Pritchard, like, if you have to play a 10th guy, you can. Like, we have the bench now that the Warriors had last year. Mm-hmm. We, not we the same that. bench. I'm not saying that. But, like, I'm saying potential-wise and scoring-wise and, like, the overall opportunity to be a great, like, that could be a starting lineup in another in another planet. You know what I mean? Like, it, you take that. That would be and, the Portland Trailblazers starting lineup. Exactly. We have the Trailblazers. We have the Up Trailblazers the on our back. On our back. Last board. year's Portland Trailblazers without Dame. That would have been the starting lineup. Yes. Okay. How many other teams have a twenty point per game scorer that they can just easily bring off the bench like we do? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Honestly, nobody at, when that Brogdon trade happened, I was actually a bit worried because I was like, I'm a huge smart yeah. guy, so I was like, oh, please oh, don't no. take his. I'm like, uh, smart's not going to want to come off the bench. I'm like, yeah, he wouldn't mind at all. He was a, uh, a six man for you. Yeah, but no, he would. He, but like now that he started. And also, he I finished the Celsius. It was fantastic. <laughs> Had to let everybody know. Yeah, let's plug, plug this up. Celsius. The Arctic, Arctic vibe. I think this is my new favorite flavor. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. But uh, so, like, I was like, worried because I was like, Smart's not going to want to come off the bench now. Like, he, he's going to want to leave. And then I was like, then I was like, a two-guard, like, would be perfect. That would be awesome. Like, two-guard starting lineup would be perfect. And then they're like, Brogdon wants – or Brogdon's fine with being a six-man. I'm like, boom. We're going to keep the same starting lineup. That chemistry is going to be there. And we're bringing in another and guy. And still going to get, like, contribute. 22 minutes a game. Yeah, he's you know going to play. Mean? He's still well, going to play. play Grant Williams minutes, like, like with off the bench. Because we had to shorten our bench a lot last year because we couldn't play those guys because they just weren't good enough. Yeah. So, like, we are, like, we're good to go. Last so. year we had an eight-man lineup. This year we can have, like, a strong, like, nine- to ten-man mm-hmm. lineup switching in. If we I think to. what's really underrated with the Brogdon trade is, as you were saying earlier, Cross, when we can bring Horford off the bench mm-hmm. in some games. But also people aren't talking enough about, I think, which is huge with this trade is we can rest Rob Williams a little more now. Yeah. A healthy Rob Williams. We do need to get a big man to do that. We a do. game changer. I think we had a healthy Which Rob this ain't Gallinari series. could play. Gallinari yeah, could play a five play. Saying, but he could, but he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to he wouldn't be able to guard a lot of big so that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. we need to get we do need to add a big man. The reason why Rob Williams is a game changer. He is. And the so reason why that finals if he's fully healthy, I think the reason why he's such a good game changer for us is because of his defense. Like don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a body to even if he doesn't block the shot. He's he's, changed, he's yes. changing the shot, so it, they miss. Every yes. time you drive the in. reason why he's not blocking the shot is because they're now fading. They're now yeah, and they're not they're trying now to like get around, and they and they're missing shots because of them. Because you know, if you drive straight at him, that man's batting it back to Uranus. Dude. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and I'm I'm just really excited for this season. I really am. It brought back the passion for the yes. Celtics because, like, I've always been a huge Celtics fan. I've supported them through like the Phil Pressy starting days, like throwback tell me <laughs> tell me 2019 to like because 2018 was a very very fun season to watch yeah uh tell the, me tell me 2019 to 2021 wasn't some of the most boring Celtics basketball you've watched in forever. and it, it just like got 
painful to watch and it hurt. It like, felt like 2014 to 20, like 2017. Yeah, it just like it hurt. It like it hurt to watch. I was just like, I wasn't as excited about like I was still watching pretty much every game. Yes. But like then this year, like I I watched every single everything game. Everything changed. I watched everything changed. I watched every single game. The beginning of the year, they had me all done, and then they they start. I go. I had a feeling. I was like, I I told my dad. I was like. They're gonna go the on a run. About they're show. gonna go on a run. I'm like, they're gonna figure this out once they get going. I'm like, they're gonna buy in and they're gonna they're, they're gonna get there, and they did. I didn't think they were gonna make it to the finals. I just it. thought they're gonna at least make it to the playoffs yes. and win around. Yes. But which which I thought was gonna be a win for the season to based shoot, on how they played. To shoot from like the ten to eleven seed all the way to the two seed going yeah. into the final, going into the playoffs and making. Should have had finals? the one seed to be honest, but we could have had the one if we wanted. To. We hey, we don't dodge the Nets. We don't dodge them. We wanted the Nets. Yeah, so but I, I was just so ecstatic. It really brought back my love for the Celtics. And I was yelling at the TV, getting into the oh games. Anybody who watched the Celtics game with me this this postseason, I apologize. I, like, Michael Donovan, I know you're watching this right now. Tell me at Myrtle Beach when we were watching game five, everyone in the room wasn't screaming at the top of their lungs. And – I will say this, Mike Donovan, he was the one person that changed my mind on Derek White. I hated Derek I White. I love Derek You know White. I hated Derek I White. Derek I hated Derek White so much. And we're watching game four and five, and he, he's sitting there convincing me the whole game why Derek White is good. And I'm sitting there, like, angry every time he steps on the court because I'm like, watch, he's going to take a bad shot and smacks it. I'm like, all right, well, it was lucky. And then he's like, you're not supposed to watch him for his offense. You're supposed to admire his defense. I'm like, okay. Playmaking. I was like, okay, I'll start doing that in his defense is phenomenal if you, if, you get a, a lot of people don't see the little things that some of these players do but uh i don't want to get too analytical but i i say i say we've, we've gone over a lot of points today so far i say we we, we finish it off strong and we haven't graded yet so let's grade our finals our off season and going into this season, what do you, what would you give the Celtics grade for? Like the, just the finals or the whole playoffs? We're talking just the finals. Just uh, the, actually, no, we'll go whole playoffs. Because just that's, the finals that's, unfair. Yes, that's that's yeah. more whole playoffs. More. Whole playoffs, A plus. A, or no, I'll give I'll give A minus because I still think we should have won the finals. I'll go A minus because phenomenal all the way up. Actually, the Heat series did get a bit ugly, but like because they weren't playing as well and injuries kind of killed us, but. I go A minus. I think we made it way farther than anyone thought we would. Everyone thought we were going to lose to the Nets, and we swept the, We swept oh their God. ass. And I won three hundred dollars off of this playoff. Yeah, I will it, say that we we killed it. And I I just think it's hard to be mad with the finals run. It really is. I mean, we haven't been there since two thousand ten. We haven't won since oh eight. Really brought back some passion in Boston. A minus for my postseason. Off season. Yeah. Off. Did you want to we'll, do all we'll, three? We'll battle at all. Off three. season. Eight, off season. I'll go A minus because, or actually, yeah, A minus because they haven't signed a big man yet. I think once they get there, I'm gonna, uh, I'll get to an A plus just because I know Brad's working on it. Brad is a genius. Love that man. And Brad, we trust. And then uh, going into the season, going into next season, I have high expectations. I think they should be back in the finals and winning it this year. So I think I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with. I don't want to go too high. I'll go B plus just because I like those are my expectations so high and getting there is going to be tough. So I'm going to go B plus. I, I don't know if they'll get there, but that's where they should be. Aiden? Nice. Full playoffs. I'd probably give them a solid A. The, and again, the one thing taking away from the A plus would be, I think they should have won the finals, but I don't see how you can call sweeping the nets who were 
by the way, people were saying we were going to get swept by them. Yep. They wanted us. But you can't give that anything less than an A minus, in First, my opinion. The Nets, so no, it was not only the Nets that wanted us. It was every single team we went against yes. wanted to play against us. And we were like, coming. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's we and the additions we made were so helpful there. Like even when Derek White was struggling to make shots, you could see his defense was impacting. He would, he would the game. pick it up defense and playmaking yeah. wise, and he's that he just needs to get comfortable. He'll figure the shot out, but his defense is amazing. I think that was a game changing pickup. Will pay off massive dividends this season. If I give them an A for the course of the playoffs, um, they did struggle at times, but when they faced adversity in the earlier rounds, someone stepped up, whether it was Tatum with his 40-plus uh, point game in game six of the Bucks series or the defense in the Heat series really locked, the, locked up Butler for a few games at least, which is really hard to do against five Butler's top 10 player in the league. You can't really shut those guys down for very long. Was the was the 26 and 24 Brown and Tatum game in the Heat series or was that the Bucks series? Were they combined for at 50? I think that might have been the Heat. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Tatum that was went a, off. Tatum went off. That was phenomenal. Yeah, Tatum had like like a 40 point game. And their yeah. biggest thing was their defense because all their points were like so either off. So what was your offseason? Or... I gave them an A for the A for the playoffs. Offseason, I'm giving them an A plus. And I know they haven't signed their backup big man yet, but if I'm being honest, if everybody's healthy, I don't know that that big man gets minutes. If especially if they're doing the small ball lineup. Yeah, but they need, but the, they do need a big like yeah. even but throughout the season, Tice played and Cantor or yeah. sorry, Freedom played. Like because we can't have another six nine seven. Yeah, we yeah. Can't have another six. Nine. They need to get. They need to get a big, big guy. Yes. I, but I, I agree with that a hundred percent. We need another body. I don't think their season coming up, whether they win the finals or don't win the finals, is going to hinge primarily on their backup big man. That's well, why I, I think give it, it, it might. Plus. I think it'll keep Rob Williams and Al Horford yeah. fresh and keep them from getting injured if they have somebody they can bring in. Like to replace them, like to come off the bench and like replace them for yeah. some minutes. I think because uh, you don't want them playing thirty-five to forty minutes a night during yeah. the regular season. Like the Brogdon trade was a massive win, easy A plus. Great job from Brad there. I love the Gallinari signings. So I'm gonna give them an A plus for the off season. Couldn't have done it any better, um, in my opinion. And going into the season, I'm gonna give them an A minus. I think we're the title favorites with our big moves. Over the off season, we get guys back healthy. You don't think the, the Lakers are title favorites? Ugh. Hard decision for me not to put. Them I think right. the Wizards honestly have a solid shot. This I think the Jays. The people forget the Jays are still so young. They have so much room for improvement. And you know, in that finals, having Tatum struggle, I think overall was a good thing for his career. Now he knows, like LeBron struggled he's not in invincible. his first finals. Yeah. He now he knows he's not invincible. He knows what what uh, he needs to do. To reach the next level and if you think about just finals in the past the warriors their first final it took a little bit of luck with Kyrie and k-love going down for them to get that first win and we ran into one of the greatest dynasties of all time in our first finals so i think we get we come back healthy brogdon is a nice fit in our lineup i think we could easily win the whole thing if uh pieces fall the right places so i'm gonna give us an a minus don't want to set it too high for disappointment, but I think we can do it. Yeah, I, I, I think, think we can do it. I think it's gonna be huge for us. So, gonna give yours. Mine's gonna be quick. I'm gonna rattle off all three right now. A A A. Now I'm not gonna explain why. I'm not gonna explain. Yeah, right. Car broken down. 
I think I lost, I think my exhaust fell off of like a speed bump or something. But um, no, so I'm not going to give why, like, I think like, oh, this is why, this is how good they got to get an A. I'm going to say why they didn't get an A+. Plus. Um, playoffs, they didn't get an A+, plus because we lost the motivation. I really think it came down to like, once we lost that second game in a row, once we lost game five, I knew we were losing game six. Because yeah, go back and look at Tatum in game six. Go back and look at Smart in game six. Go back and look at Brown in game six. The only person who wasn't like, damn, dude. Damn, dude. The only person who wasn't like literally just making, you watch the fouls, you watch the calls, you watch a missed shot. Every, just like shoulder shrugs. The only person who wasn't doing that consistently for every single shot was Al Horford. Only person. You go back and watch that series, you could see every single one of them were disappointed and out of their mindset. If they came into the series with the mindset of the of the Heat, the mindset like game six against the Bucks when we were down, everybody's already counting us out. If they came in with that mindset, would have been a different story. We lost the motivation. We lost the drive. That's why we lost the title. We easily could have had that title this year, but we didn't because of that. And we were new to the finals yeah. aspects. So. All the credit to the Warriors. Absolutely. They, they took care of business. Absolutely. Steph Curry was absolutely phenomenal. Steph, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Wiggins had a career hey, career series. The Sharks smelt chum in the water and they attacked. That's a, that's all it, That's all that happened. Warriors, to go off of that, Harry, I think their mindset going into the finals was we're happy to be here. Like, can't believe yes. we made it versus the Warriors. We're here to win. Yeah, the, no, the Warriors. Yeah, we we don't take no prisoners. The, 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 our mindset was like, oh, my God, guys, we made it to the finals. High fives, high fives. You yeah. know what I mean? The Warriors came in. They're like, all right, move forward. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they knew they were like, winning. Winning a Western Conference Finals is nothing new to most of those guys. No, yes. And they, they, they came in with the motivation. They and I think having them. those guys who had been there helped with the ones who hadn't been there. And we had to no. settle down, basically, like, shut up. We haven't won yet. Now that we have experience in there, I mean, we got rid of Tice. We got rid of Neesmith, Smith, but that's not going to hurt us. So it's tagging into the offseason. Yes, we do still need a big, but that's not why I have us down from an A+. Why I have us not an A+, is because one particularly liked tweet from Jalen Brown that could oh. hurt our entire next season – depending on his mindset going in. Jalen Brown thinks we don't treat him right as a Celtics fan. Which, it's majority of the fan base love him and appreciate it's him. Very it's, the very, it's the very few that are loud, loud, that keep saying trade him, trade him, that, and the, that are upsetting him. Because he, he, you know he's never going to see the, the, all the appreciation. All he's going to see is the negative stuff that comes out because that's what gets pushed. And – it's all crap. I mean, we most of us love him. I love Jalen Brown. I think he's huge for us, and he's a, he's a bucket. But I, and I hope he knows that most of our fan base love him, and I hope he's realized that after he liked that tweet. It was a lot of Celtics fans that trying were very to be vocal, like, yo, very yo, vocal, whoa, whoa. like, no, yeah. no, like we love you. Like, if you looked at his replies, like, if like to his re- he didn't tweet anything about it. But if you saw that tweet. Or you saw that like tweet, like you went in his likes and then went to his most recent tweet, like whatever he reposted. If you looked at the replies, it's nothing but Celtics fan going like, we love you, Jalen. Yeah. We love you. We love the Jays. You guys did great. I'm hoping that he looked at those and not just the bad ones, but that's a very hard thing to do in a mindset where you're trying your best. When you're trying, because 
we've all been there. Like, I've been set back. He's been set back. You've been set back. Yeah. We've all been there where people are like, hey, man, you're doing great. You're doing great. But the only thing that you can hear, like, realistically, is the people telling you that you keep failing. The people telling you that they keep don't, that they don't want you, that you're not doing good. You're not going to get better. It's hard not to lock, block it out. And I'm really hoping we can overshadow it. And that's why we have an A for our next season's potential. We have the team. We have the players. We have the coach. We have the GM. We have everything you can quite possibly ask for to make yourself a championship team. We just need the mindset. Now, the scariest thing when I saw that tweet is I immediately thought of the last year of Jalen of uh, I immediately thought of James Harden's last year on the Rockets. I immediately thought of Ben Simmons. I immediately thought of um, Durant. Yes. Durant's last year on the Thunder. If you look at how a player plays when they don't like being there, they don't play at all. Their potential, their playmaking, their shooting, their their overall drive to be good just gets skyrocketed down. And that's what I'm mostly, mostly scared of. Now, I'm hoping that the guys in the locker room can change that. I'm hoping that the good fans out there like you and us can change that, and I'm hoping that he doesn't go in with a bad mindset. I'm hoping that all of them attack this season, not upset about the finals last year, not upset about the fans who don't want them. Use it as motivation. Use it as a drive to kill the teams around them. Every single matchup should be a bloody battle, and it shouldn't be close. Bloody. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I have A's across the board. Yeah. Now, right. I th- now, nevertheless, I think this next, next year is going to be one of the most exciting years of basketball I've watched in a very long time. I think you guys can say the same. Yeah, I agree. And I think we've pretty much covered everything. So um, I hope you guys liked our little in-person setup. Right, We're happy fun. to have Harry back for a couple weeks. Hopefully, oh, yeah. we'll get a couple. Stop it! Oh stop God. it! Oh, hopefully, God. we'll get a couple more episodes like this. In uh, <laughs> it will hopefully we'll get a couple more like this in before Harry has to go back. But uh, welcome back! Happy to have you. And um, let me just. It's good to be back, guys. Stay handsome over there, okay? <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Celsius. Go check them out. We got some big things in the works. We'll, we'll let you guys know. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, at Sports. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, at Sports, And make sure you like and subscribe to this video. He's Cross. I'm Harry. That's Aiden. Thank you very much for being here. We can't wait to be back. We'll see you next time. Hey.